Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Bond by Numbers. Thank you very much for joining us here today on our first What If of the Season. My name is Scott Powell, and as always, I'm joined by my brothers in Bond across the pond, Jeffrey Chapman and Joshua Taylor. Gentlemen, welcome to our final season and the first What If of that final season. Looking forward to this episode. Yeah, I think we're on to a winner here with the format. We're going to be looking at alternate endings, and we're bringing our roulette back into the swing of things, aren't we, Josh? Yes, sir. This is what we do best. Well, it's certainly what we do for laughs. I don't know. One of the things. Yeah. Or yes. at, least, at least nobody does it better. Well, nobody's oh. doing this one better, because I don't imagine no. anybody's played it quite the way we are. Yeah. But It's um, going to be an all-time high. Come on, guys. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Live and let die. How many more can you fire out? I think my exposure to my father yesterday is like giving me a bit of a pun. Yeah, it's uh, giving you a ham up. Ham up yeah, a little, a little bit, yeah. Puns are good. I like puns. Ah, puns are good. Shakespeare Shakespeare was great at them. Yeah, maybe a bit better than... But I am no Shakespeare, alas. Alas. We'll get back on track. It's got to just got to die another day. <laughs> it's got to die. Yeah, we've got... Well, this might be our day today. How's that? No. Analyze this. <laughs> analyze this. Right. Okay. I will analyze that. It, uh, yeah. Okay. Let's let's put that that uh, beast to bed and get on with the show. Yes. This is our first what if of uh, season five, our final season. And guys, listen, I don't want to alarm you, but uh, this is our ninetieth episode, and we are down to about ten episodes to go before we call this entire Bond by Numbers project a wrap. We've got uh, we got good stuff planned for for the season, but um, the end is in near now, isn't it? The end is in view now. It is. The end. The end. That's is okay. In view. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing got, wrong with that. We got some fun to go before we get there. Um, to, the idea with the alternate endings, you you could very well be sitting there, folks at home, listening to us blether on here and say, why are they messing with the end? Why are they doing this? Why are they taking the cannon and, and playing with it? Like. Why? What's the point of these what ifs? Why mess with something that's already intact, existing, and lore? My intellectual position on this is that I'm interested in how stories are crafted from beginning to end and how slight variations in the storyline can somehow lead to other conclusions. So yeah. I think it comes I think it comes from more of a a place of love, a place of uh, artistic appreciation, and as you yes. say, narrative structure and well, love of stories. Yeah. That's what it is. And I think fans of – you don't even have to be a Bond fan. Fans of films and and these types of things would appreciate this because whenever you watch something or read a book or something, you're like, well, I wonder if that ending could have been possible. Or like, well, what if this had happened? Everyone everyone always thinks yeah. that, right? So, and so we're just sort of capitalizing on that on – that, uh, that sort of idea, yeah. uh, especially with Bond, because everyone has always thought like, well, what if, you know, what if this Bond girl came in or, or what, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's we're just going to yeah. have fun with that. We that. In terms of having fun, we've got, uh, we got quite a format here today. We have brushed off or rather I have brushed off the, uh, the dust on our trusty roulette, which hasn't been featured for a little while. And we that also have here, a handy eight-sided dice. Now, seven-sided dice is a bit awkward to use, but we got an eight-sided mm. dice here with 007 variables, which we are going to roll into each equation. So the roulette is going to select which random film we talk about, and the dice is going to determine which variable we bring in. So shall we take the good listeners through the variables, boys? We should, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, the first variable we have is La Bombe Surprise, which corresponds to a wacky alternate ending. Okay. So if we roll a one after the film is announced, we have to talk alternate ending with a wacky alternate ending. Okay. If we roll a two, we have Get Zorin for me, which is where a villain or a henchman helps Bond at the end in some surprise way. So I guess you could call it the Mayday effect if you want to. (laughs) <laughs> sure. the third number on our dice corresponds to an old flames influence so what if the end of the film was somehow affected by the very first bond girl in that movie coming back into play i like that the fourth number on our dice is sharky's revenge where a surprise ally supports bond 
or a surprise ally's support is added to the ending of the Bond film. Number five is the Madonna effect. Now I got to credit my wife with this one because I was struggling <laughs> for ideas for variables. And she goes, I don't know, like, cause she doesn't care, obviously. <laughs> and she said, why don't you just have like what Madonna did and die another day? What if the title singer had a cameo in the movie that had some impact on the ending? I love it. And then I thought That's to great. myself, it's that sort of off the cuff thing that beats hands down any of this sort of sit around and plan for hours and hours, because that could have some really interesting impact. Then we got number six, which is oh, a yeah. clown in West Germany. Now that variable means that we have to discuss an alternate <laughs> ending for that film selected by the roulette with some art of disguise implemented. Nice. And then we got number seven, double O dead. So if we roll a seven, we have to discuss how Bond dies in that film. So we start from the premise that Bond is going to die in this movie. How does it happen? And if we roll an eight, because it is an eight-sided dice, uh, that's just a roll again because we don't have we don't need eight variables. 007 variables is just fine. So eight gives us a chance to roll again. M's orders. Okay, it's great. So guys, I like it. If you're happy, I like it, and I'm happy, and our listeners are happy. Let's open the casino doors and welcome our guests in. We haven't done that in a while. Before we open the casino doors, are we going to be doing this each movie individual like per person? Or are we going to be contributing all together onto the same movie yeah. Alt yeah. alternate ending? Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. Want that clarification. Yes, that's a that's a good question. No, what we're gonna do is talk as, as, as a three, as a trio, as a team. As we often do, we'll we'll talk as a trio and decide upon a fun alternate ending given the variables that we get with the role. All right. All right. I feel like I'm making a Dungeons and Dragons okay. character. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, again, please, for the first time in a while, open those casino doors and welcome our guests in. <laughs> I'll tell the cashiers to open up the casino doors and walk in triumphantly. Are with a tracking shot, worth the ups, worth easy. <laughs> okay. Are you the pit boss? What, who are you? Exactly. I'm Don Rickles with the bat in okay. casino. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. All right. Who's Jeff? Jeff. Jeff That's can, a very good question. And Jeff is Joe Pesci. I have a very nice pen in my uh, in my pocket. Okay. Anyways, we're in the casino. It's all about the mob, but really, we're going into the White House. It makes more sense we're going into the White House than some like Tropicana okay. or Bellagio or something like that, right? Whatever you like, as long as those doors are open and people can get their first free drink on us, that's okay by me. If it's Bert the Tropicana, it would be the Orange House. Sorry. Yeah, Bert Saxon is opening the doors for us. All right, cheers, Saxby, and. Should we just say, as you. we go, uh, we're, we're going to judge this one according to time. If we're making fast movement through it, we might go through all of them. But if if we're not, we'll go through just a dozen or so, and we'll make a great two-parter of this what if, huh? Don't we, don't want to, we don't want to rush things for the sake of rushing things. But yeah, our first what if of the season. Uh, let's have fun, everyone. Thanks for coming along with us. Let's okay. do this. All right. So the inside wheel is rolling on our first Bond what if. What a lovely sound. I haven't heard that in a while. That sounds like a good roll. That was a good roll. We're starting with Bond 25, which is Die Another Day. Oh, my God. No, correction. <laughs> correction. Die, no time wow. to die. No time, no to, time die. to die. No yeah. time to die today. Yeah, no time okay. to die. <laughs> All right, guys. No Time to Die is okay. the film we're going to discuss. Uh, one that we know. Quite fresh what if we get lines. number seven? What happens? <laughs> well, I don't know. We can rewrite his <laughs> ending. And the dice Amen. to be rolled is out. Okay. Dude, honest to goodness. Fuck off. Fucking <laughs> <Second> seven. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I don't believe it. that. Oh, shit. I do not well, believe that. Well, there he is. Well, do I we guess do we it? know that it was do meant to be. Do we talk about how Bond mm -hmm. could also have died in this film? Josh, what do you think? The dice... That's the stage. There's not much that we can do. We got our stage directions. We got our marching orders. Let's right. do it. I think the ultimate answer to this question is, <laughs> does James Bond die in a way that's convincing to some audience members? Right? Yeah. Like, I... can we make the scenario worthy of Bond sacrificing his life at the end? To me, 
Mm-hmm. It's how he sacrificed, how he was willing to die and sacrifice himself and the circumstances why he did it, which is, you know, what which people like yourself very much disagree on. Mm-hmm. So how can we make that something that you would disagree on? That you, sorry, that you would agree, that would agree on. To. Yeah, that is a tough yeah. one for me. Uh, that would be amenable to you. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, it would have been a much shorter film. It would have been a much shorter film. But I think when yeah. Bond jumps off the bridge, I just think he, he packs it there. Like when I, I, I was gonna say that or when he's in the forest it, with the car and i don't know like he gets uh he gets bit by a snake or something and dies <laughs> or, just, or just a car hits you, there's so many poisonous snakes in uh where was where's that supposed to be <laughs> norway so uh, many there's tons yeah i'm sure I think you guys, you know, you guys had good points, and I, I respect that and whatnot. But mm, you know, the like ultimate alternate ending to this film is Bond tripping on that slinky. That uh, oh, right, the slinky. So that slinky that Bond's daughter leaves on the stairs and Madeline's house. Bond trips yes. on that and, and uh, yes. breaks his neck falling down that staircase. And so the final line of the film would be. Not everyone loves a slinky. Exactly. <laughs> Not everyone. Cue all the cue we have all the time in the world. <laughs> or maybe not because of the slinky. <laughs> oh man. It, it goes downstairs, it covers in pairs. No, I was thinking I was thinking of, of, of the kills British operatives. I was thinking of, of 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 the log song from Brennan Stimpy more. Oh yeah, the log. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's slinky. It's slinky. I'm trying to find out that girl's name. Sorry, guys. I know. We're terrible. We're terrible James Bond She's fans. We don't yes, Bond. <laughs> yeah, we Daughter. don't even know this. The uh, young Mal. Oh, uh, Mathilde. Mathilde. I knew yeah, it was Mathilde. something like that. Yeah. Mathilde. Yeah. Mathilde. Oh, I should say I one thing I didn't mention. I didn't mention, guys, that we are on a, a timer for this. Mm-hmm. We've got 007 minutes each oh. for these. And so right. far, we're about yes. five minutes into this one. But um, I'm, I'm all for Slinky. You're all for Slinky. Okay. But all right. <laughs> okay. I, and you're worried so about. If we were an actual TV show, we'd have and, all of our categories and, in the top right. Yeah. Despite the randomness. Like part of the, the interruption on ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. Despite the randomness of the universe aspect this death has, Scott will have to agree. That it doesn't make Bond look selfish. It doesn't make Bond look like, you know, it's yeah, that's believable because yeah. he has no choice. Like, it's not like he had a choice where he could have fought for himself or got, got away and figured something out in the end. He had no choice because death was waiting for him in the form of a metal, <laughs> aluminum, metal, I don't know what the heck they're made out of, but uh, a curled metal thing, children's toy. And, you know, he just, he just did not see that coming. You know, it's kind of like a till so, the hun dying of like a nosebleed or something in his tent. Okay. Oh, yeah. We'll so do you that. think then if that was going to be the ending that they may have tried to get someone to then do a remake of Stairway to Heaven? Maybe. I think that's Maybe. also why they fired Danny. That. I think Danny Boyle left it because Danny the Boyle sl- wanted to do the slinky, the slinky thing. thing. And then, but Eon just wasn't for it. So Danny Boyle was done. So he said that, you know, All right, no well, Slinky, you, no Danny Boyle. You heard it here first, you know? Um, and yep. this is why we don't make films, by the way. I think it's quite evident. But I watch them and read all about it. Well, them. I don't know about that. All right. Well, uh, there we go. Uh, right out the gate. No time to die <laughs> with its alternate one. dead scene. Um, Bond died by Slinky. I hadn't predicted that one, boys. I got to oh, be honest. Oh, but... boy. <laughs> We're we're taking it to the bank. Okay, casino. Yeah. Let's get this roulette going again. <laughs> okay. Ooh. I'm also just picturing the Peter Griffin, like holding his knee, and then he dies. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. It's Bond 15. Bond 15, The Living Daylights. The Living Daylights. Ooh, nice. So now, Josh, why don't you take a moment and remind listeners of how The Living Daylights ends while I get this dice ready? It takes you that long to get a dice ready? No, I just, uh, I know you can do this part better than I can. Just so you yeah, can fix your copy, because I can visually see you doing that. Uh, I know I do it all the time, as you as you probably yeah. find out in the editing. Yeah, the Mohajadeen manages to help Bond uh, take over the Soviet air base. Bond gets away in the Hercules with the opium, but it also has the bomb on board. Necros is there. Bond fights Necros. Necros falls to his death. 
Bond unloads the, the bomb on the on the Soviet forces that are pursuing the Mohajuddin, and then they cr- then they nearly crash into the mountain. But luckily, Bond and Kara get off on the parachute attached to the jeep in the cargo bay, and then they drive to Karachi. Then we cut to the denouement, which is essentially Bond bringing down Whitaker with the help of the CIA. Wh- Whitaker plays with his toys and ends up with Wellington's headed head in, in his head. And uh, then there's a nice little concert afterwards, and Bond is waiting for Kara in the uh, dressing room. All right, nice work. Cue the pretenders. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking for number five to be what we roll. I really want. <laughs> oh, you want Aha five. in in this movie? Do you? Yes. I want <laughs> All right. There we go. Let's see. Our variable is. I'll I'll take on that. Number two, get Zoran for me. So can we think of an alternate ending oh. for the Living Daylights that brings a villain or a henchman in to help Bond? I got one. But okay, pal. If, you, start if, someone, if, someone, if someone wants to go first, then that's totally no, like we'll just we'll just talk through your ideas. Well, everybody will chip in. I was gonna say Necros, but now I'm lost for a motivation as to why he would betray Kuskoff and Whitaker. He's a bit of a mercenary. Just... I could believe he's a bit of a mercenary. Money? Yeah. So in the middle of the airplane fight, when they're hanging on the cargo net and, you know, thousands of feet above the desert floor, uh, Bond says, how much is he paying you? And Necro says, 10 pounds. So you're like, well, you know, I can give Free you milk for a year. What do you mean? What's he paying like, me? Yeah. 50,000 pounds at least from the from the British government. We can get that done for you. OK, cool. Let's be friends. And then they both take down Whitaker and his organization in the, in the denouement. All right. So, but what, about, okay. what about this? I'm sorry to add on to that. What if Bond reaches into his pocket to give him a ten pound note, and then the ten pound note goes on his face, and he's like, ah, and he grabs his face, <laughs> and he, he lets go, and he dies. So, well, like he meant to help him, and then okay, okay, he, he meant to help destroyed him. Destroyed by his greed. Okay, exactly. A ten t- yeah. greed for ten pounds. Necros is, I mean, surely, like even even back in the late eighties, one of his cassettes would cost ten pounds at the shop. I don't know currency, man. Depending on that's the shop have, and depending on the tape. You don't know currency. Well, you know that 10 pounds is worth like 14 Canadian dollars or 16 yeah, I, I'm, Canadian dollars. Yeah. I'm sorry for the for, for my lack of verisimilitude <laughs> in the alternate endings of James Bond films. Yeah. How Come dare on, you? man. What, what's the matter with you? <laughs> All right. Well, what about this? Okay, what about this? What if what if Whitaker wasn't the big bad could could we pushkin. work some pushkin yeah what if what if, mm. what if it was all his bad? master plan yeah what about that he's actually he and actually it was a double himself. bluff the hotel room and the assassination yeah. was a big double bluff you don't remember me james i was your half brother you i was your stepbrother <laughs> i am the author of all your pain in a in a uh, john reese davies voice uh, <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> but that's but that's not really helping, is it? That that's not. That's Are not they helping. To? <laughs> I think we got to go with. Um, I think we got to go with. No, it's not. Bond and Necros. Um, Bond offering Necros more money, though you never see him do that. Very off, very seldom do you ever hear Bond say, "You know, we can make it worth your while if you help us." But in this time, this or, time it does. What if Necros didn't realize that his that his lover in Vienna, who was actually the man that he murdered at the Ferris wheel. Oh yeah, so that's, he, that's a good one. That's a good one. So when he saw the newspaper and or whatever, or, or when he realized yeah, at the yeah. end that that he killed his lover and that Whitaker put him up to it and did not tell him who the person was. Yes, I don't that's, know. That's great. Yeah. I like that because then then he would have a motive for going after Whitaker instead of just here's ten pounds from the British yeah. government. Exactly. <clears throat> I I just thought what if, what if Bond offered him uh, like a job with MI6. Hmm. Does Bond have hiring permission for that? Does he? I mean, have he could also lie about it and then just shoot him when they land. But I mean, yeah, maybe. He I mean, could. he would have a lot of contacts. His Rolodex would be probably pretty good. All right, uh, I, but yeah, but I like I like what you guys said better. But I was just spitballing there. <laughs> I think Josh, you Welcome got it. To the IMF. Yeah, I think I think you've got good. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, that that's our best solution there for that one under the clock. Let's get on to our that's a good uh, one. To our next one. So. That didn't sound like it was rolling at all. Oh, it was. 
It's oh, okay. according to the roulette Bond 29, but uh, what that really means is Bond Thunderball 29. for us. We just go back and double up the numbers. It's well, Thunderball. I really hope it's the Madonna effect. Okay, lie. let's see. Thunderball. Yeah, Tom Jones in, in, in real. You're just gunning for this Madonna effect all the time. That's just what you want. It would be fun because honestly, I just want to see like Sam Smith. What the fuck is he going to do? Sorry. I just... <laughs> let's see. <laughs> yeah, they're writing it down is... the wall there. Number six, yeah. guys. Thunderball, number six. A clown in West Germany. So how can we end Thunderball with some element of disguise in being implemented? He's dressed like a shark. Come on. Let's be honest. <laughs> Who, Bond? He doesn't need to. Yeah. He doesn't need oh, to. Oh, God. What if we could realistically get Bond? Yeah. I mean, he is underwater as a frogman having the fight, right? For quite a while. Like about three quarters of the film, he's underwater. But... <clears throat> What about like Felix Leiter or something? Could we bring him in disguise to to kind of change things around? So you're saying like, what if he was dressed like yeah, a frog? Yeah, it doesn't have to be Bond. Bond. It like, could just be something. Yeah, well, and and Felix would have some some I don't know like a like an armband of something that would be sort of the same. Like by the way, don't javelin me. I'm that's right. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, that could work. That or Largo, Largo could. Could disguise himself and get out of I'd there too. Yeah, we get a reveal uh, in a post in a, in a in a second ending after the normal ending that the pro- that the professor got away and all this time he was actually Blofeld. Okay. Oh. Okay. Right. Yeah. The professor who was on on, on the boat. Disco Volante. On the Disco, disco Volante. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Valente, yeah. So he was number one the whole time. That's right. Josh, you're coming up with them today, buddy. I like that one, Jeff. I'm not going to get a better one than that. No, you're not. I, I think that's a good no. one. Okay. Was it, was it Professor Schultz? What was his name? Or I don't actually know. Well, who, there was also a professor or, or a doctor in uh, Diamonds Are Forever, too, right? He was like the guy that's that true. Bond pissed off in the uh, when he was in disguise at the um, white facility out in the desert. That's right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, where they filmed the moon landing that everyone was talking about. Moon landing. Right. Let's see here. Uh, <clears throat> Lutz. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's Professor Lutz. I don't know. Should, he he wasn't should. in it for a long, long time. Kutz. Kutz, yeah. Kutz, yeah. Kutz. Cool. All right. Okay. Yeah. Are you happy to go with that one, Jeff? I'm happy for that. I'm happy yeah, for Kutz I know to that be number one. Actually, I like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No pressure. <laughs> Did that actually roll? That just dropped, man. It's rolling, man. It's rolling. Yeah, it's, that was a beautiful roll. It's red 21, which brings us to Casino Royale. Casino okay. Royale. Now, there's a lot with this ending that could be changed. And here's our turn to do it. Following our variables, the roll is three. Old flame influence. So the film's first ball oh. girl comes back into play uh, somehow. Who, now, Solange. Is the first yeah, one. it's got to be Solange, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe she comes back in wanting the car that Bond won, thinking it's unfair that he gets the Aston Martin because, you know, her boyfriend left her with nothing. Mm. Oh, wait, she dies, though. How does she come back in? She, she dies, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, she's found tortured and killed. Yeah. That's um, fuck. Okay, right. So, how does she come? Her ghost? Does her ghost return? <laughs> ghost maybe. Of- well, maybe she just comes back. Like that changes the tone of the movie a little bit, though. Discard. It slightly does. <laughs> oh, here's an idea. What if what if Solange comes in at the end, but in a, in a in a way like she left a letter or she left a note or some sort of. Uh, you know, some sort of passive. So and that so that that could work, that works. So because we didn't actually stipulate they physically have to like if no, yeah, just their presence has to return it in in some capacity into play okay. somehow is what the variable says. So what is she playing for in the film? What's Solange playing for? Money, lifestyle. She's clearly tired. The dude, right? What's his name? Is it Demetrius? Yeah, I think that's right. Demetrius. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I because I mean I figure like he's probably Demetrius is probably really tough on her, I guess, right? Yeah, he is. I think he's quite physical maybe, with it. 
So maybe she's got revenge. Like it's the whole like. I mean, obvious. It could be an obvious revenge. I don't know. Well, the only thing that's left at the end of the movie that links to Solange would be Demetrius's car. This is why I'm coming back to the Aston Martin. I think it's got to be something with that Aston Martin. How could we bring the DB5 yeah. back into the end of Casino Royale? Maybe that's the getaway car for... Um, yeah. Does Mr. White take it or... What if What if? Okay. Uh, yep. Bond yep. arrives back in London after the events at Casino Royale and there's like a note for him to report to Q branch and then the car is there and there someone is like well the owner is not going to use it anymore or i don't know but then that doesn't really cut to solange at all because she never owned the car demetrius did so <laughs> yeah but bond wins the car bond wins it in the poker game so he does like, maybe but how does maybe, that bring solange into it again, i don't know though? like i don't well, know, I don't, I don't know. She, yeah. no, but is she in charge of his estate then after or let's say, or if she's still alive, would that mean that she would then take over his estate? So then she would give it to Bond. Better idea. Okay. Better idea. Instead of the more obvious thing where Vesper leaves a phone number for Mr. White so that mm -hmm. he can, so, so that she can find Mr. White, it's actually Solange that, that text, there was like an old text abundancy from Solange and that leads him to Mr. White instead. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And that way... Yeah. Vesper is uh, vindicated in a sense, or there's less there's less ire. Well, doesn't her. the phone? Well, the phone text is like, I think Vesper deliberately left that phone number for Bond to see. Yeah, I think so right? too. Yeah. About yeah. about Mr. White. So we're taking that part from Vesper's character, but I don't think it's too. It, it doesn't take away too much from her arc or character no. if she if she does right. that. Right. All right. So we have the whole scene in the that's elevator. That's good. Man. Yeah. That is good, Josh. Like, this is what I'm saying. Josh is it's actually good. good on these. Yeah, I, your I, ideas are very good. I was trying to shoehorn that car in again. Like, that I seems, <laughs> I can't yeah. seem to get past that. But yeah, I think Josh got it again. Yeah. Well done, buddy. Okay. All right. Yeah, this isn't a competition, good. remember? Like, we're, you know, we're just, we're just. I, 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 because you yeah, better not be keeping right. story. Even though Josh knows he's winning. That's fine. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now, Jeff, listen, for your benefit, I'm, I'm rolling again. Okay. It's spinning inside. See that? Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, I can. Uh, hear maybe it. you can't hear it anymore, but it's still going. It's still going. No, no, I, I can't. I can't. I can hear it this time. Yep. Red number one. We're going to Doctor No. Oh. The very first Bond film, guys. How would we change? How would we change the ending of that? Let's find out what the dice tells us to do. Eight. Roll again. <laughs> M's orders. Yeah. <laughs> one. Yeah. La Bombe Surprise. Okay. So the wacky, wacky alternative ending. ending. The wacky alternate ending to Dr. No. I think is that uh, the missiles are all toppled and the Cuban Missile Crisis kicks off. And I mean, that's really more <laughs> of a tragic, devastating end, actually. That's not wacky. Uh, it's pretty wacky, but still. Um, um, what um, if he totally pulls a Chris Cooper from adaptation and just goes, fuck fish, and just decides to like <laughs> leave his lair, just not be a. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe he does. Yeah, maybe he does. Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, okay, so the wacky alternative ending. Okay, mm. we could start the ending wherever we want it, right? Uh, realistically, it has to happen when Bond is in. Like, uh, what about what about? Oh, here we go. I got it. I've got it. It's not actually that okay. wacky, but it is absolutely wacky. What if we do straight up strict Fleming and bring in the Kraken? We just bring in the giant squid. Oh, yes. Okay. So you're just going to drink some spiced rum. Oh, an yeah. actual Kraken. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And, and the crab alive scene. In... The crab scene yeah. where Honey Rider is like trapped to the rocks and, and the, the cra crabs are crawling over her. That's that's true. And also in include uh, death by uh, guano. That's true. That's right. That's With the big crane dropping shit. dropping the shit all over Doctor. Do you know what? We don't have to that reinvent this one at all. Ending. Let's just go yeah. straight. Wow. Let's go straight to Fleming. This one, this one goes to Ian Fleming. There you go. <laughs> it does. <laughs> right, okay. All right. Well, John uh, Poriota's coffee for his dead homies. Uh, Ian yeah. Fleming. Yeah. Oh, shit. Probably heard that one. That's a broken roulette table. Uh, get the, the lock. Shit. Right here we go. The roulette rolled a one. Save time on that one. Uh, Black six. So it's on Her Majesty's Secret Service. This mm. is messing with canon now. 
Uh, M's orders roll again. Well, it'd be weird if it was an old flame. Sharky's <laughs> Revenge, number four. A surprise ally support added to the ending. Oh. Hmm. So obviously uh, not one of the, the, one of the girls. We're talking about the climax in this particular case, I would have to say. Well, we could talk about like whatever, that. yeah. But we're we're rewriting the what, ending. What if so. one of the rally drivers helped? <laughs> Okay. In the... Help with the escape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's parking it back a wee while, that. though. That's bringing it back a while. Uh, that's true. That's yeah. true. Who we got for allies in that film? Mm. Obviously, we've got Tracy and we've got Draco and we've got um, who's that nice guy? Not Smithers. Who's the dude who dies? He gets strung up, remember? Campbell. Oh, the, oh, the bleach blonde guy. I oh, yeah, he's great. Now. I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is. What if, what if at the wedding, Fraulein Bunt appears and gives Tracy and Bond her... Her, uh, her blessing? <laughs> congratulations. Her blessings, her congratulations. But Tracy did not give her <laughs> chicken when she asked for fish. And was so pissed off that she did the drive-by at the end of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Fraulein Bunt? I don't know, Ben. I don't know. Are you talking about <laughs> Ruby? Do you mean Ruby? Sure, Ruby. That's better. We, we can yeah, bring Ruby, Ruby in here, I guess. There you go. We could bring Ruby in here. It would be even better if it was chicken for Ruby, right? Because of the whole... Yeah, like, that's uh, what I thought you were on about. Allergy, allergy thing. Yeah, no. I was just talking about some terrible, like just some really kind of media, like uh, banal kind of misdemeanor uh-huh, uh-huh. wedding gaffe like that, you know, yeah, le- yeah. leading up to like a drive-by. But anyway. <laughs> so we could do or, some Campbell or Ruby. Oh, what, yeah. what if uh, we were introduced to Sir Godfrey Tibbet in the, in Honor Magic Secret Service instead of, uh, because it's equestrian, they're at that. Okay. Yeah. And Sir Godfrey Tip. This is how Bond meets Sir Godfrey Tibbet, and then he gives Bond his blessing, and that connects to a view to a kill. And also, we, we also we get McNee and Rig together, which is pretty cool. That is that's a good one, Josh. I know you're fanboying that one a little, but in terms of the world building, no, I like that yeah. bringing that that bringing him in, like Tibbet coming in. Then yeah. makes sense because that way there's a little bit more continuation, and we see him as part of the M family a bit, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do like that one. I like that. Je- Jeff, are you happy with that? Yeah, I do. I was trying to yeah. think of some way to get like Felix Leiter in there. And uh, Bond throws Money Penny the hat, and then Tibbet walks in with a bowler hat and a uh, oh. and, and, and 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 an umbrella. There you go. And he consoles <laughs> her as she cries. Yeah. Okay. That's because that's because that's John Steed. He was a ladies' man. So. Yeah. And maybe. Maybe Money Penny and Tibbet have a little something. There you go. Maybe that's it. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, Bond fans, yeah. you, can thank, you can thank us later, but uh, we've just delivered the alternate ending for that one for you. And to show that she has something going on, she puts his hat on the hat rack, like Tibbet. There you like go. Exactly. Okay. So that's like an end credit scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. Instead, she's got a smirk. And she yeah. like looks back and like puts it on the top <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. hat rack. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like it. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. That's good. <laughs> All right, that's six down. Let's keep going. As goofy as this is, I'm finding this more difficult than I had thought. <laughs> Oh, guys, it's red five. We're sticking with yeah. the low ones. We've gone Dr. No Thunderball on a match. Oh, Thunderball, Dr. No. Oh, sorry, I thought you said five is the Madonna effect, but this, sorry, red five is. Sorry, red. Yeah, yeah. It's you only live twice. Uh, okay. Only oh. live twice. And here comes the roll. Number six. So back to disguise, a clown <laughs> in West Germany. Can we bring disguise into you only live twice? Well, he's already, they already did well, terribly. Yeah, <laughs> they, did they did that. I was gonna say there it's not Ugh. looking good here. No. Uh, Could we improve but the difference it is yeah, uh the, the difference is is that Bond is actually that's not actually Bond in disguise, that's actually Spock in disguise. And, he, <laughs> and he's kind yeah. of and he's and he, and he's trapped in time in 1960s Japan. Hey, okay. This is true. 
Mm, disguise. Oh. And Kirk comes in to save Spock. Uh, and, and so he's he's there at the uh, the big showdown in Blofeld's volcano, and he's like you know doing the one <laughs> the two headed double handed hammer, yeah, double headed hammer, yeah, yeah, and a gourd instead of just John pops B- out, yeah, a gourd pops out, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, seriously though, no, how don't can we go bring, for that one. Seriously. How can we bring some disguise into the end of this? Because the disguise we yeah. do get is oh. fairly atrocious and culturally insensitive. So could we, could we rework the, like, and it makes no matter. It doesn't matter. Bond doesn't have to go yeah. Japanese anyway. It's silly. Yeah. I'd say Blofeld gets away in a, in a, in a disguise. We see him disguised as like an old Jap- Japanese man or something. <laughs> Why doesn't Blofeld uh, in, in, just in, disguise in... himself as an astronaut and fuck off to space? Exactly. Oh. That's his escape. Like like Dr. Evil. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot Austin Powers did that shit. <laughs> well, it was yeah, idea. like what it Yeah, I mean he could wear a disguise and get away that way, sure. Um on his own monorail. Yeah, he goes to Augsburg to North Harrisbrook. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because he wanted to see the uh, escalator to nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> So at the end of that movie, Blofeld does get away, doesn't he? This is the price of failure, Mr. Bond, and then shoots the other guy and then fucks off. Well, he got like a ninja star like in his wrist or something, right? That, sure that again. That's true. Yeah. He did, yeah. He did. Oh, God. this is tough, though, like to really think of an alternate yeah, ending. It's tough. With I wouldn't mind if we, uh, can we option a mulligan, like an M, M as in mulligan? Oh. To roll again? <laughs> What if Blofeld? What if Blofeld manages to find Tiger Tanaka alone for a moment, and then takes his identity and and is now pretending to be Tiger Tanaka of the British Secret Service of of the the Japanese Japanese Secret Service? Yeah, Secret Service. Yeah, and then he takes the train, right? You mean you mean he steals his identity just long enough to escape the cave, the volcano? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Okay, let's just go with that then. Let's just go with that. Cool. Okay, I'm I'm happy with that. All right, because I was having a hard time. Thinking. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Okay, guys, here we go. It's okay. for your eyes only. Bond twelve. Bond twelve. Okay. Mm. And this one you remember ended with detente. And I Bond really hope the ad, five. yeah the attack across uh, across the platform at St. Cyril's until it crashed down in the valley. Below. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, so but I'm really see. hoping it's number five. Let's see what we got here. Let's yeah, read a, read a Coolidge in the movie. That's what I'm freaking holding out for, baby. Let's no, see. it's not for your eyes only. It's, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, it's, no, it's, yeah, it's Sheena East. It's Sheena. I'm sorry. I just get so excited. It's an eight. It. Uh, <laughs> oh, a roll again. M's orders, yeah. It's a three old flame influence. So, who's the first Bond girl, oh. and how could she come back into play oh. here? The first Bond girl in who is the Bond girl for your eyes only? It'll be let's see, uh, first scene with Bond. For- Bond's not in the pre-title. I no. I guess Count Liesel is still alive somehow. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, yeah, the Countess Liesel. Countess Liesel is she the first though? Is she the first Bond? That that's a very lust-free bond film really isn't it yeah it, it is. really is you're right it, yep. it, it's almost like at the end of the movie it's like well apparently we have to have sex because you know <laughs> it did feel <laughs> it's like, yeah it's true though you're right yeah. it's like well yeah. you know yeah it is what it is okay so countess maybe they're just exhibitionists and they're going for like you know they're like they're they're nudists and they're just going yeah. for a swim you know that, 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 that's all they are the she is the first one though, guys, right? She's the first Bond girl in that okay. movie. So now her link is to Christatos, right? Or Colombo. Yes. Colombo. To Colombo. To Colombo. Her link is with Colombo. So this should be easy for us to get to get her back in somehow. Right? Maybe the Countess, maybe her family is somehow involved in pistachios. Like maybe that's how they made their money. And was she really a countess though? What she wasn't a countess though, remember? She's like you're, it's How much like, could she oh, make? It's Peter. my nighty is slipping. <laughs> Those your accent, Countess. Oh well, that okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, 
You got a better idea? Uh, you tend to have some. So uh, <laughs> let's hear it. Ooh, that sounded kind of. Uh, uh, that sounded very. What's what, what, you know, passive aggressive? Passive aggressive. Yeah, absolutely. Like, okay, so, come on, really? Yeah. Okay. Colombo okay. uh, and the Countess, Countess Liesel. Instead of BB ending up with Colombo, which was kind of oh, weird, at, weird at the end. Yeah. We go back to where wherever colombo is on corfu or wherever it might be in albania i don't know wherever it might be and sure. bb is introduced to liesel who is still alive and liesel okay. and bb hit it off really well and uh they just go traveling the greek islands together okay i mean that 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 yeah. does work if she hadn't died uh, and of course the problem with the last two numbers how do we know rolled she... is that both bond girls yeah die. yeah well, we and it's pretty she's it's pretty it's she pretty established too. Yeah, I just realized that that Columbo pretty much confirms that Liesel is dead in the conversation with him and Bond, right? So that's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I still think maybe we find out at the end that Columbo's men are not Columbo's men at all, but maybe they are workers from Liesel's pistachio outfit. And there you go. They're hired. I don't know. They're hired pickers. I don't know. I, I say that they were planted yeah. there, like planters painted. Never mind. You could, you could say that. No, no. But I do like Josh's idea of yes. her being a patron to BB, which, which reduces the no, that, the creepiness, the creepiness yeah, of, that's, of the the man lord. That's very. Yeah. I, I like. Yeah. Is there a way yeah. that she could she could uh, posthumously become a patron? Posthumously. Yeah, like maybe. could she leave a grant that pays for? Um, yeah. Like in Colombo's name, like could she leave Colombo? Oh my, he would. I don't know. It's tough to say how connected he was to Liesel because it seems a little unrealistic. That sorry, unrealistic. Yeah, let's so, judge so, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what we're doing here? It just seems like could she have left something to Colombo to pass on to Bibi? Could we improve the ending of this movie's yeah, male creepiness by getting Liesel's? hand in there yeah. somehow from beyond the grave i think that would be good because then it kind of shows uh, like sort of like another sort of uh, side of the caringness from a female character to a female character yeah which is yeah you know the compa compassion there i like that um, as girl power in the early 80s too you know yeah yeah exactly yeah then yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah that's not bad uh I'll, I'll go with it i'll go with that. even though we can't connect the dots i like failing that. to do that but that was a tough one. It was a tough That's one. Right. Okay, let's get back. <clears throat> let's get back to the roulette, guys. Uh, how are our, our uh, gamblers doing in the casino? Do they need another drink? Are they tired? Have they gone home yet? Uh, oh, they, they don't go home. <laughs> black, yeah. black 11. Oh, that's Moonraker. That's Moonraker. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay, here we go. Let's see, our roll is our roll is seven, double O dead. So Bond dies Ooh. in Moonraker. How does it happen? How does well, it happen? Well, I kind of want him to well, I mean this would significantly is... lessen the the film. But if something <laughs> happened to that it? fancy uh you know when the, he was in the um uh, the water with the snakes and all that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, you go back that far. I was just thinking he either but, dies upon reentry because. Oh, or yeah. Oh, that yeah. That works the too. the actual Bond has to die not, in space. Yeah. Or he in, gets stuck in, in the airlock. Yeah. Or Jaws eats him. I don't know. <laughs> or Jaws. No. Eats him. Well, no, because they, of course they become friends then, but they don't have. Yeah, I would say. I would say what happens is the laser stops working. Okay. Yeah, yeah the he, laser is not working anymore, and they're running out of oxygen or something. So Bond gives, oh, gives her the last bit of uh, oxygen. You know, I think Goodhead has to die in this scenario as well. No, that doesn't say that they can't hold, happen. What if they both? What if they both? Yeah, die? yeah, they hold hands and just and because the laser's not working anymore, they hold hands and they kamikaze the, the last probe. Okay, and, and the last nerve gas probe. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. 
if you kill Bond earlier uh, in the film at any capacity, like Jeff was uh, saying, okay, I was kidding about that. Then, then the Earth is fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well, the human race then, is what anyway. If, what if the last? What if the last shot is like their hands letting go and just floating in space? As opposed to like the sex in mid in, in a zero gravity uh, mm-hmm, situation, mm-hmm. yeah. Or what if, like, I know that we're we're making it a big ending for the Bond film, but what are the chances of Bond like actually surviving re-entry? He's not an astronaut. He doesn't. He's not even like a. Well, oh, that's is, realistic. I, I mean, well, okay. Yeah, I, I can see it. It happens. He's str- like, he's, I mean, well, he stroke. Like, he strokes out expanse style. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Although he did, yeah. he did like ridiculously survive. What was it like, eighteen G's or something that he was? Oh yeah, was he'd be into. like lasagna in the seat there. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, he's reconstituted flesh. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, exactly. So he can do it. All right. Well, I do like the kamikaze idea. Um, it's easy in space, though, to, to think of ways to end. It's just a satisfying way for Bond a to die in Moonraker yeah, no, that doesn't also ruin the film, the film's yeah. ending. Yeah. But that could have been, that's too early for the end of Moore's tenure at all. But that's what we were told to do. So unless there's a better yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. we followed our orders. So yeah. we did. But I think Jeff's probably onto something. I don't see Bond getting out like, of that snake pool that snake is no. massive and he only has a oh but he has a poison pen doesn't he, he has a poison pen oh that's right and somehow the poison doesn't get diluted in the whole pool but hey whatever yeah it goes straight into yeah. the beast exactly well yeah. it's injected into him right it is so yeah it is go, i know yeah okay, okay. into the bloodstream okay. yeah uh, we apologize to fans of moonraker in fact we have apologized to fans of the james bond films in general for what we're doing but... <laughs> yeah. hope you're having fun Couple more guys. But we're being creative, so they can suck it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We constitute the ingredients. <laughs> All right. It's Bond three. Uh, that is no. Goldfinger. Yeah, Goldfinger. That's yeah. right. Goldfinger. Here we go, Goldfinger. Four. Sharky's Revenge. A surprise ally support added to the ending. Uh, the Golden Girl. <laughs> well, odd job. Well, oh, uh, he's not an ally. Uh, I I would think. What about remember the Dink. guy from the beginning? Dink, Dink, Dink. Dink. Dink comes Dink. in. Margaret Nolan, she comes in. <laughs> in what capacity? I was thinking uh, the guy from the Bank of uh, England who talks about the gold. But you go on, then you tell me. Tell me how Dink makes her way back into this movie. <laughs> I'd like she, to hij- she hijacks one of one of the planes and and flies and flies over with pamphlets of like all of her photo uh, photo shoots that she's taken and uh, I don't know distracts yeah, yeah, all yeah. of dis- distracts Goldfinger's men or whatever I don't know okay I'm just thinking <laughs> so she just throws out of the plane like <laughs> magazine well, pictures, Margaret... pinup posters of herself yeah Mar- yeah Margaret Nolan was a pinup girl so of course she was but yeah <laughs> just trying to think. How yeah. that would look on screen, how John Barry <laughs> would would score that moment in the picture. <laughs> All right, that's Josh's that's go how, for. That, that's how you would not really. I'm I'm just thinking, guys. <laughs> uh, not think doesn't work. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. What if Tilly Masterson wasn't killed by the hat that hit her and that didn't decapitate her? What if she was still alive and Bond didn't have? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much Tilly really knew about Jill's death in terms of mm. how much she hates Goldfinger, but I think that's that's a good shout if she's the ally who comes back into it. Um Felix Leiter could also, because it's America, he could return in a in a more fashionable way. You know, he could maybe help Bond yeah. out, but I was kind of again. I was kind of going with the. I was just. I wanted to get him in there. Okay. Well, what if yeah, Tilly? Sort of what if that. Tilly is not happy with Bond? What if she doesn't die, as Josh says, or she, you know, with, you know, what if she doesn't die? Because it is quite a quick scene. Maybe Bond just checks her pulse and sees that he's. Oh, she's just sleeping or something. What if she sneaks onto Goldfinger's jet at the end and does like a domino? Mm. You know, a domino to Goldfinger. Okay. I'm trying to think. Oh, what about one of the? Uh, what if one of the gangsters survived? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, oh, and yeah, he becomes an ally. Those. 
because he crawls himself out of there and he wants revenge on Goldfinger for being a creep. And he gets like all of his New Jersey mafia that's guys. A, that actually works because hmm. he, yeah. he could work. He could be like a, like an informant. For, yeah, that works. I like that one. I think that works nicely. Uh, uh, that, that could actually work. That could actually be pretty cool. Hmm. It wouldn't yeah. really change the ending, though, would it? It would just kind of give us an extra scene or two where one of the crooks helps with what we already know as the ending. Yeah. The Unless mob he sneaks the- onto the plane. Or or the mob, or him and, the, and, and a whole bunch of, like, a whole, like, cavalcade of, like, sed- of you know, of sedans show up with, like, Moffers yeah. with Tommy guns, and they just like shoot yeah, up Goldfinger's just... men. They they, they yeah. join the U.S. Army against Goldfinger. You know, like that'd be kind of cool. Yep, I'm good for it's, that. It's, it's kind of like that scene in um in the Rocketeer. You know, where um Paul Servino's character it is all like, I might be a crook or whatever. I'm a, I may not make an honest buck, but I'm 100 American. Damn it, because he exactly. says that to well, he says that not... to uh, Timothy Dalton, right in the in the Rocketeer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, this is true because I mean, look at how the 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 mafia assisted the U.S. Army and stuff during World War II. It's I mean, it's is, you mean like Sicil? You mean like uh, exactly? Is a lucky a lucky Luciano and uh, uh, Sicily? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so you know, and so yeah, I mean that kind of works. I like it. It works. Okay, then let's go with that. Nice. A couple more. Yes. Diamonds are forever, guys. Bring in the pack. Diamonds, Diamonds are, are forever. Okay. Here's Diamonds our roll. Yeah. Uh, okay. Two. Get Zorin for me. Villain Ooh. or henchman helping Bond at the end. Ooh. Diamonds are forever. So, so we can't have the elephant I, help. What, I, if, what if we had I got it. Bambi? Okay, let's hear. I got it. it. Yeah, yeah, go. Yeah. Me. So yeah. at the at the very at the very end at the whole sequence where Bond and Tiffany are sitting down for the meal and Mr. Wint and Mr. Kid show up, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Wint and Mr. Kid are about to do like what Bombs they're going to please. do, but but then for some reason, uh, Mr. Kid says what are you implying by that and they get into like a, a couple's argument and then they get into a fight <laughs> and then bond's able to dispatch them in a different way that's not incredibly like insulting to like you know lgbtq mm-hmm. community okay all right they have yeah, a couple that's... they have a couple's fight as any you know it's a heterosexual bisexual whatever couple uh would have and then bond so that they're distracted by bond and bond throws them overboard and the bomb with it and then that's it uh, but but how does how is that the henchman helping Bond at I the end? That would be one of Bomb Surprise. <laughs> because the because the one henchman, uh, despite the, despite being in on the plot and wanting to help and to, to get the job done, he's so petty about the relationship happenings that you know it just by serendipity he helped Bond because yeah, exactly. an argument. Yeah, I mean, I can't okay, I got you. I got you now. I don't um, know. But I, I was I thinking about being thumper. Yeah, that's yeah what go I for was, Bambi and Thumper. Let's let's hear Bambi and Thumper. Right. So the scene we don't see at the White House is Bond getting out of the pool with Bambi and Thumper. That's when he gets to know who they are and who they work for, and he keeps them on site. Okay, they're kind of like on his Rolodex. At the end of the film, he makes sure that they're on the boat with them, so that he and Tiffany can enjoy their little cruise and have some eyes in the sky so to speak, or eyes on the boat. They intercept Winton Kid, and you have a partner's duo clash on the deck of the ship while Bond and Tiffany enjoy their drinks watching the fight. That's what I think. Nice. I like nice. it. I like I go it. For that. Better than mine. Better than mine. No, I don't think it's better than yours. Uh, I, I, I like I the way really yours know. is better I, for the I, LGBTQ I, community. But I <laughs> think I think getting Bambi and Thumper involved again would be Oh, for good. sure. That'd because be they kind of made up in the pool, didn't they? You know, Bond was kind of just, it was a bit of a laugh at the end. Yeah, it's just kind of silly yes. at the end. So just, like frog, just frolicking while he's dunking them underwater, submerging them underwater, just frolicking. Yeah, yeah. I think would it be, it'd be funny if he was like, huh, I need to call someone, I need some help. And then like he looks down at his arm and he's got like, like magic marker of like their number on his forearm. He's like, huh. <laughs> and <he> calls them <laughs> That's I just want to see Bambi and. Uh, Under the black light. Bam- would Bambi yeah. and Thumper uh, uh, 
you know, b- basically coming off like uh, cables or what's the term when you're carabining? Is it is it Car- carabining? Yeah. Carabine. You mean uh, ziplining? Yeah. Yeah. Like basically ziplining from the helicopter onto the oil rig. And then you just see Bambi and Thumper uh, like just gym, like gymnastically beating the crap out of all of Blofeld's men. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got some good ideas here for this one. I, I like that. Like okay, that. let's let's do another one, guys. Um, you know, it's funny looking at which ones we've already got highlighted here. All of the Conneries are done except from from Marshall with Love. None of the Brosnans have been touched, and only two of the Craigs and one of the Daltons. So we've still got quite a lot left on the board. Yeah, we did do Dalton. That's right. <clears throat> Telling us that right. It's Bond 17, nice. so it's Goldeneye. Oh. Bum, 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 bum. Of course. You're finally getting what you're wanting, Jeff. Are you it's serious? Number yes. five. It's the Madonna effect. For the first time on the show, the title singer has a cameo that impacts uh, the film's impact ending. The film's ending. I know our listeners uh, can't see it, but that's the five right there that's featured well, up. You just showed a three, but I believe you. Um, <laughs> no, that's backwards to me. I, I, no, no, I, I know, I know, I know. Now you show. Okay, ooh, Tina, so Tina Turner, Turner is coming into the ending of this movie as a cameo appearance, and that has to impact the film somehow. <laughs> what if she somehow now she doesn't have to be an ally remember she just has a cameo that yes, impacts the film's ending okay what if she is working the satellite dish and when bond oh. and trevelyan get into that little hut and they have their fight what if she's the one that dislodges it at the last moment huh? what if she's the oh. one working or maybe she gets instead of having that silly liquid nitrogen stuff why doesn't she kick boris's ass yeah. there you go yes and like, and she needs to like literally kick it because everyone yeah, knows yeah. her legs, and she would—that's perfect. What do you I think, Josh? Say something. I like that. You look deep in thought. Yeah, you look like that a philosopher be... king. Yeah, I was thinking that you know her, of, T- of Tina Turner being like one of the technicians at the base yeah. with with Boris, and then you have like Boris harassing her, and then and 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 that and the opportunity that Bond presents with the explosion and the fight on the satellite dish, she basically just knocks Boris out or something like that. Yeah. I just like that. I just like the idea of Tina Turner being harassed, you know, because she definitely was in real life, right? So yeah. I'm just, yeah. So I'm just trying to think of. I mean, you could have her just be the pilot of the plane that Bond and uh, Natalia take to go fly over Aracy over the, the satellite dish, and then she's killed in the plane crash or something like that. We have the whole scene of them chartering the plane and telling them about, well, I'm not going to fly over that area again. It's pretty dangerous, but I'll take you. So she flies over the area. The plane crashes, and then she has a one-on-one fight with uh, Anata, and that is enough to distract Bond enough to put the uh, hook on Anata. Or yeah, yeah, or she has the fight me. instead of Bond. You mean? Yeah, kind of. I I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's an idea. It is or an idea. Just being between the pilot, or if it's oh. an ending, she could have a cameo as just one of the of the Marines, like. She's just one of the of the Marines. Yes, well, that's, that's technically uh, the cameo, isn't it? Because that's not like yeah. a full performance. But I was just thinking of another way, but it probably isn't a cameo. But it would definitely improve the ending of the film. We get rid of that mm. shit Eric Seurat song, and we give her two songs for yeah. Golden. <laughs> yeah, that, okay. there you go. that would impact the ending. Perfectly. That would impact the ending, man. Big time. Big time. Yeah. But, yeah. Or like she flies them away and then she changes like the radio station and it's <laughs> at the end. Yeah. It's so it just yeah. switches from that. Yeah. You get a pause or actually one it's of those. The best are like, yeah, something, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. That's cool. So she's either a mercenary <laughs> pilot, uh, one of yeah. Bond's allies working at the dish and uh, helpful in some way, or just changes it through the music at the end. Yeah, and the song would be like yeah. she would have reworked "Private Dancer," but it'd be "Private Mercenary." Killer for money. Na, 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 na. Anyways, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or what's Bond got to do with it? <laughs> yeah. All right. That's anyway. like the That's that's great. Right. It's just guys, like a Bond movie yeah. with no Bond in it. <laughs> how how about uh, how about we do one more and finish this off sure. as a the, sure. the first part and uh, later okay. this season we'll, uh, we'll we'll do the rest of them. Huh? So here's our All last right. one then for part one of our uh, what if alternate endings. 
<laughs> What's Bond got to do with it? <laughs> All right, it's Bond 14 of You to a Kill. I could think of lots of ways I'd rather oh. have this film in. But it's all about what the dice tells us. Okay, Roger Moore's last yeah. film. Remember, this one ends with the shower and the robot and that creepy dad the thing robot. going on with Stacy, and, and it's all sorts of wrong in her childhood bedroom. But here we go. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, Let's see yeah. what happens. You're not going to believe it. Duran Duran is entering the movie. Nice. I got it. Oh, Josh is on it right away. Okay, yeah. let's let's hear it. Go. Do it. Yeah. So instead of that shower scene at the end that we have with the robot and everything, so this is connected to an earlier scene in the in the movie where Bond, uh, where it turns out that Chuck Lee left Bond some tickets to see Duran Duran. <laughs> so he so he invites uh, is it Stacy? Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He invites he invites Stacy to come with them to see Duran Duran concert, and at the end they're all in the in the front row, you know, singing <laughs> to like uh, hungry as a wolf. Hungry as a wolf, exactly. <laughs> okay, Rio. Well, do you know, I kind of like that idea. I do kind of like that idea. And they could have a meal before of soft shell crab and quiche. Yeah. I think that's, that's okay. Um, that's all right. So uh, they destroyed the house in that fight scene of the house, right? Just to clarify. Kind right? of, yeah. Guns, like salt. Because oh, okay. I was thinking, what if Duran Duran were like repairmen in the house? Like, whether about to get it out of them they're like oh we're here right. to fix yeah. up the house you know and then, like, they'll just like barge in yeah <laughs> and they're wearing painters clothing yeah. but it's like duran duran or would we see like them in four different places <laughs> like how many group how many members in the group there's simon lebon and the other ones i'm sure that's what everybody says but well zorn already has so many henchmen when i add duran duran just have a whole bunch of like all, have duran duran are yeah. part of like zorn's henchmen and they also drown yeah. in the uh in the mine as well oh yeah that works <laughs> I guess it they, can join, yeah, yeah. they can join the yeah. Chinese girl and, and Jenny Flex and all those people in, in uh, Oblivion. There you go. There are so many people who drown in that movie. It's ridiculous. Well, like like Sir, Godfrey, Sir, Sir Godfrey Tibbet. Well, no, he was killed before he was drowned. He was killed before, anyway. yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I guess that works. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Are you ha I mean, wait, I which, wait, which one are we taking? Which one are we doing? I think as cameos go, like Roger Moore rocking out to a Roger Moore's oh, Bond concert. rocking out. I, don't, I think yeah. that would be fantastic. I would be much happier with him taking Stacy to a concert than, you know, stand up and in the shower. He's rocking like, out that's, so hard they yeah. have to tape his jowls in place. <laughs> and so. He jumps up and down like that. Oh. Yeah, that's what I mean. They have to like keep the more more jowl tape. Yeah. Okay. More jowl tape. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I guess that is the best way, but <laughs> so we got three, right? We've got Duran Duran repairing Stacy's house as tradesman. Yeah. We've got Duran Duran, the band actually playing at a softer ending to more of a grandfather bond. And yeah. we've got Duran Duran cameos as more of Zorin's shoot me down henchmen. Yes. Any way we can get them in the blimp? Like, could it be like a personal, like a show in the blimp for like, yeah, Nazi doctor, private show. <laughs> so Zorin is so much like of a crazy rich guy that he has yeah. a band performing for him all the time. So in his blimp, he also has not, yeah, not, they're like he not only just case. has a blimp, but he also has Duran Duran in a glass cage, <laughs> Lim blimp that, that that's yeah. that's playing. Living and it's artists. like it's kind of like you know in the Road Warrior Fury Road, sorry, in Mad Max Fury Road, where there was that one guy on the guitar yeah, all the time playing the guitar. <laughs> yeah. So, so while yeah. like Bond and Zorin are fighting on the bridge, Duran yeah, Duran yeah, is yeah. like they're playing the actual like diegetic music from the blimp while Bond and Zorin are fighting on top of the Golden Gate Bridge. It's it's so perfect. It's that is good. Titanic, and they just go down with the ship. Yeah, that is yeah uh, yeah. yeah. I was also going to say they were playing like when, they, when, they, when the guy falls out of the blimp, like the Japanese, uh, the, the businessman, and they just like yeah. pause for a second and then just keep going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've got 13 done now, boys. Uh, shall we leave the other 12 okay, for 13. the second part of this what if? Huh? Sure. So this will be fun. We'll, uh, we'll release our second part of this chat later in the season. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We, we hope you didn't, uh, you didn't get too too offended by our silliness here today but it's kind of what we do so, uh, that's right yeah. 
And boys, uh, we'll get you back here soon and finish up or continue with this final season of Bond by Numbers. I think our next episodes, in fact, that I see scheduled here are the return of the three non-Bonds. So this is always a fun, fun time of year when each of us selects a non-Bond spy or uh, kind of intelligence thriller. And we present it as a surprise to each other and to our listeners, a surprise film review. We'll continue this good fun with the alternate endings later in the season. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And check out our literary reviews of the John Gardner books as we're going through them. And you can catch our other work on thriller and mystery detective fiction at Lighten the Pipes. Check that out as well if you're interested in that side of literature. But uh, for now, that's it for me. That's it for me. And that would be it for me as well. All right. Take care, boys. Bye.